welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. I have been watching so many movies for whatever reason. I feel like the fall season, I just get really into movies. You traded in dating for film, for the art of film. You literally traded in boys for movies. And honestly, a fair trade because I've been watching so many good ones. But last night I watched Jennifer's Body for the first time and I was texting you, Ashley, about it because it was so horrific. I think a lot of people around our age like grew up watching it or watched it really young. And then it was kind of like this cult classic, weird, like comedy horror situation. There were so many scenes that I was genuinely disturbed by. And I watch A24 movies. (laughs) And like this movie, it's just like was so low budget and like old, but at the same time, like so fucking creepy. And I was really upset that I watched it all the way through. Like I really was. Well, okay. The thing that I find really silly is that you have been watching movies basically every weeknight Mm -hmm. um, and that those movies vary from yours, mine and ours to Jennifer's body to super eight to gone girl, gone girl, get out. Um, bars with cake oh yeah seen in bars with cake um and then you should dip further into the classic horror because halloween is around the corner so that's what's really silly is the variety you went from a variety of men any any age any (laughs) any demographic to a variety of films so people can change and that's called growing up that's called growing up that's just called winter um so what are you watching tonight it's a tuesday which means that you might not you don't have any celebrity things going on so what are you watching tonight such a good question. I've been playing this game where I literally just scroll through whatever streaming service I pick for the evening and whatever calls my name is what I'll watch. Like last night, I think I was basically deciding between World War Z, The Maze Runner, and what just whatever like gives me a little peak of interest, maybe something I haven't seen in a long time. Um, so I'll let you know. But like that's it's like Russian roulette. I just start scrolling and then if something like gives me a little twinge in my heart, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch that. Well, do you remember when COVID first came out and we would like first came out. <laughs> <laughs> when COVID first premiered and we would literally scurry to the couch at like mm-hmm. five o'clock and say, yes, we ate dinner by five. So <laughs> we're starting earlier, which means we can probably get like three movies in if we start at five, six, <laughs> five. Yeah, that, no, even more. We're like, if we start at five, we can get four movies in in one night. We would like, watch. How we were watching One Tree Hill too. Remember that? We'd watch yes. two movies and then an episode of One Tree Hill each night. Uh-huh. And our movies, our movies then were also like sick and twisted. It was Legends of the Fall. It was Spirit. It was The Strangers. It was all over the board. Where but American Pie? Yeah, American Pie too. But so yeah, we have a joy uh, for a joie de vivre for the art of film. Yes, and I'm also reading again. Oh, you are. Okay, why are you bashful? You're acting like you're dating again. You know, I'm reading who we are now. Oh, you started it. Fabulous. Yes. So if you're a fan of the podcast, you'll know a couple episodes back, we had Lauren Chamberlain on, who is the author of Who We Are Now. Very good coming of age story, college best friends growing up, going through life in their 20s, their paths all go in separate directions as our lives do. And it's actually really entertaining. I'm enjoying it very much. 
Uh, what like did you just start or are they like in their 20s still um it's their first year year and a half out of school Mm -hmm. so they all have moved to new cities and they're kind of figuring out like where what their life and their friendship looks like now yeah uh no I love that one it's so good okay so you're shy and bashful you're reading again what else are you consuming lots of food I've been trying to cut back (laughs) (laughs) we had a conversation about that last night that took a turn (laughs) love like this is the hard thing is like I want to be a skinny girly but like I love eating I'll never I'll never give up my sweet treats like I just love of course um okay well (laughs) aside from that um nothing new nothing new still watching girls at the gym um I'm trying to think what else have I really not watched any movies not really I wasn't really home this weekend. Um, books? Nah, in a rut. I don't got anything for you there. It Stars are just like us. Like, I can't get myself to pick up a book right now. I'm the only one consuming for both of us. Yeah, I probably just... Two. I'm eating for two. <laughs> I probably just need to stop trying to be an intellectual and, like, just read, like, some sort of trashy book to, like, get back into it. Um, the intellectualism is like getting me. I've kind of been mi- okay. Actually, I have one hundred percent mixed up the podcast I listen to. I listen to something different almost every day now. Oh, cool. I'm not just on the toast. So let me actually go to what I have downloaded lately. This could be Perfect. helpful for some Perfect. if you want to mix things up. Um, something because I do read a lot. Uh, normally, I sometimes will just type in the book that I just finished, and more often than not, it'll come up a podcast with the author, which is always fun. A discussion oh, about really? that. Yeah. So that's some insider trading for you. (laughs) This is going to like age me again, but I had never listened to Chicks in the Office. I know, I know they were an original podcast. I know they've been out since they were like, since we were like 18 or something, but I've been listening to episodes with celebrities that I like. So that's all fun. Um, fun. God, I'm so old. Um, Ellen, (laughs) aging me again. Ellen Hildebrand came out with a podcast. Been enjoying that. Oh, it's, cool. What does she talk about? She has on – so her best friend is a really wonderful man. He's like 40 maybe and he's gay and he's very fun and he's in charge of like the book festival in Nantucket. So he's really like fun and flirty to listen to. So they'll talk and then they'll have authors that people like us like, Taylor Jenkins Reid, et cetera. Mm. Kristen Hannah, Firefly Lane. Yeah. If you don't know who Ellen Hildebrand is, she's a really well-known author who lives on Nantucket Island and – um cape cod area and she writes really stunning like summer books very feel good summer settings brooke and connor make a podcast with fibula and lady efron mm-hmm. that's really that's flirty and fun match made in manhattan katie bilotti one of my favorite influencers that's also good um that might be it i'll spare you that i listen to the oprah podcast sometimes <laughs> But I totally, ladies and gentlemen. But I've totally mixed up the podcast that I listened to, and I wish that I was reading more avidly again. But I'll I'll find something. Do you? So everyone knows that Halloween is like Abby's Olympics, along with summer. Summer is Abby's Olympics. Halloween are also your Olympics. Also, Mm -hmm. Abby and I are hanging out, and then mere days. Also, I keep forgetting about that. Um, How do you keep forgetting? I wake up every day thinking one less sleep. I I know that it's coming, but I don't realize how close it is. And it's dangerous. Hopefully we don't get used to this six weeks. We see each other every six weeks. I know. I'm like, who wants to come to the farm this winter? I know. Um, But I was saying, oh, Halloween's around the corner. So have you schemed up what you're going to be? I'm in the brainstorming phase. Two of my costumes require other people. And then I have a couple solo ideas that I want to keep under wraps, but I can share them (laughs) Yeah. 
I can share the group costume. Okay. What are the, I am interested. I'll bite. They're really good. I didn't come up with them. I found them on TikTok, both of them. One of them is, it requires a trio of girls and it's fuck, Mary kill, like the game. That's fun. And someone's in all red, like sexy outfit. Someone's obviously a bride. And that's then someone, really fun. Someone's in all black with like some form of a fake weapon. Like you're an assassin. Or uh-huh. something. Fuck, Mary kill. So fun. Okay. For, nice. all my, for all my PG girlies, you could say kiss, Mary kill. If you, if you <laughs> for all my pg girls okay next um because we're inclusive on this podcast and then my other one that requires two people i guess you could do this alone but it's funnier if there's two girls is gold diggers and you basically wear like a black bodysuit with a gold sparkly like full sequin skirt with black boots a a money sign necklace and then a little shovel you have like a gold shovel and you're a gold digger well that's fun (laughs) And you're like looking for, you know, looking for money. Yeah. So you gave up on the couple's costume with a man then? I don't see, foresee a man being in this year's Halloween, which, you know, is fine for me. Because what I've always wanted, truly my entire life, is to recreate that one photo of Harry Styles and Casey Musgraves in the hallway before yeah. they were on stage. However, like, I don't think I can find, like, at least a straight man to do that with. Um, So maybe I'm in search of someone who is comfortable in their sexuality and can put on the Harry Styles costume. But no, right now there's, like, no men in sight, so. And just one. Just what's one of your solo options? Well, as of 20 minutes ago, Wonder Woman is an excellent Yeah, I think that is an excellent option. I've never done it. And recently I was telling Ashley, I've been randomly told by strangers that I look like Wonder Woman. And I'm like, you know what? Like, first of all, slay. Second of all, that'd be a fun costume. Like, I've never done it before. Never forget a few years ago when you went to Diva's Closet, closet spelled with a K. um, (laughs) And you were stripping your clothes off in the middle of the store because, um, what was her name? L.A. L.A. (laughs) It was like, no dressing rooms here. Just have at it. She is a queen and that outfit turned out so good. And I'm so glad that I went into that place with the boarded up windows because I found some real gems in there. Uh, uh, Please. Are you doing a photo shoot again this year? It's like, (laughs) it's so absurd. (laughs) Um, I actually haven't thought about it. Maybe I'm not being as psychotic as past years. I think you're calming down. My mom was like, are we going to see for Abby's birthday photo shoot every year? And I said, yeah, until you or her dies, whichever comes first. (laughs) Actually, for sure, the birthday thing is going to happen. But I don't know about Halloween. Who were you last year? And you picked up a cigarette off the ground to use for the photos? Um, Priscilla Presley. Oh, that's right. But it was also- And then I also was Mia Thermopolis. That's right. Yes. All in good fun. Do Do you have your weekend mapped out? No, I'm kind of playing it by ear. I think one night's going to be a house party at my friend Chris's house, which we just did for her birthday. We did a White Lies party and it was really fun. Like I missed the art of a house party. I was just watching someone say that on TikTok and I could not agree more. Everyone is living in these high rise apartments, which is fun and flirty, but you can't fit a bunch of people like in a big ass living room. And so does she live in a house? Where'd you get well, her? Her ki- Yeah, she lives in a house. Her kitchen island just filled with alcohol, shots everywhere. There's decorations. Nobody has to worry about Ubers. Nobody has to worry about going out, like the coordinating, like what bars we're going to go to, spending yeah. a lot of money. Like, no, we just fucking house partied it. And I was like, you know what? This is so fun. So we're probably going to do that again for one night of Halloween. Yeah. I'm glad that you're sitting around waiting to see what I am for Halloween. What are you going to be for Halloween? Have you thought of You that? do know. I We've had this conversation before. If I had to Recycle say- your your um flight attendant outfit? <laughs> possibly. If I had to say my favorite season, even living here, it is still fall. 
um, which is why I should probably like move to New England one day, but it is still mm-hmm. fall. However, the literal Halloween night doesn't, I don't really, I, I'm not like that into it. Mm-hmm. It's I, that's how some people feel about New Year's Eve, but I love New Year's Eve, where it's yeah, no one can agree on what to do. It's yeah. crowded. Someone's gonna throw up. Someone's gonna cry. Like yeah. someone's, it's so much effort. Um, that's kind of how I feel about the actual Halloween. So yeah. I'm not like you. I will for sure the week of be scrounging something together, which is I why just I love dressing I up. To, and I love costumes, which is why I fall into the situation of doing a flight attendant one night every year and one night every it should year, be yeah. a bit. Yeah, now totally. I just be a bit. <laughs> no, I think it's funny because if it's a bit, then you can lean in. Yeah, and if you, I'm here for the costume part of consistency, I'm not here for like the spooky black cat witch's broom cinnamon stuff like that side of Halloween. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. Cute little, uh, cute little ghost cookies. Painting a pumpkin. That's for me. Yeah. Okay. That those are things that I can get behind. Like the spooky, creepy, crawly. Nightmare Before Christmas, not for me. No. <laughs> well, I offered. I was like, okay, we have to squeeze in Universal Horror Nights while you're here. And you're like, do we? Do we have to squeeze I'm in? Like, should we prioritize that in our limited time together? I don't know. Um, just add more days. Um, so for that reason, I will be yeah creating brand identity probably with the with the flight attendant thing. Creating brand identity. And then when I'm in a relationship, like he could be a pilot. a pilot and that could be our brand identity forever. He could be Pilot Pete from The Bachelor. For one, for one of the nights. I think, fine, thank God. Though, or when I'm, Jet and Jack. Or Jen and Jack. <laughs> it's Ashley's birthday next week. For those who don't know, she's turning 25. We will be doing our iconic birthday episodes, much like we did in July for my birthday. So stay tuned. That'll be next week. Um, but we love, we love a birthday. I'm going to going to visit Ashley in LA. So that's exciting. And so who do we have for this episode? This episode, you guys, we're on a train. We're rolling right along with the guest train because we have another guest today. And you know him as Brand Flakes on TikTok and Instagram. He's so fucking funny. When Ashley, we were brainstorming guests and she was like, what about this guy? I was like, shut up. Like, I will literally pay to speak to this man right now. He's so funny. Um, he does a lot of like relatable 20 something content. He does a lot of skits, a lot of like comedy adjacent stuff. Um, so check him out. If if you look him up on TikTok, I'm sure you'll be like, oh yeah, this guy, Brand Flakes. Very much our demo. Um, but really, really fun. We have a great conversation with him. We get to know him a lot more, pick his brain about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, content creation, all that good stuff. And if you're a survivor lover, you're in for a treat because we have a little uh, love, survivor love for you this episode too. So Without further ado, we hope you guys enjoy this interview and have a kick-ass weekend. What is going on, you guys? Happy Friday, happy hour. We are back with another episode of Just Go With It, and we have another super exciting, super fun guest for you today. We are so excited to chat with this amazing creator that we follow on TikTok, who we see all his funny videos. It is Brand Flakes from TikTok. We're so excited to chat with you. How the hell is it going? Hi, thank you so much. It's going great. How are you guys? So good. I was so excited when Ashley said you were coming on the pod. I was like, hell yes. I see his videos literally every day. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. So you were just running around one of our favorite cities slash Abby's town that she currently lives in, (laughs) running amok on Broadway. How was it? Did you love it? I did. Nashville, I've never been. It was so much fun. It's so like cool to see like people do live music and they're like actually so talented. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, like, fun to be in, like, cities where you can tell, like, there's so many people that are just following their dreams. The New York of the South, some might say. <laughs> yeah. It, it really was just, like, such no a good time. <laughs> so clean compared to Philly. Like, walking around the area of the Gulch, I was like, oh, my gosh. There's not, like any speck of dirt on the sidewalk which was crazy yeah it is a relatively clean city um so yeah you live in philly how long have you lived there did you grow up there did you move there as an adult what's the situation i grew up in the suburbs um like 35 minutes outside of the city but i've been living here now for like the past i went to college here um i moved home after college just for like a year and a half so i've basically been living here for the past like almost 10 years Wow, okay, so you know the lay of the land. You've got yes. it down. Can <laughs> yes. you give me three words to describe Philly? I've never personally been. Is it somewhere that is near and dear to your heart? Like, do you think people should go? Like, what's the vibe? <laughs> I would say three words. It's chaotic. It's gritty. Um, and brotherly. It's the city of brotherly love. Um, what does that mean? Everyone has their back. Everyone has each other's back, you know, like, Philly, we, we have a lot of pride um, in who we are in a, as a city. Um, a lot of people, unlike a lot of other cities where it's very transplanty, like Philly, I would say, got to be like 60, maybe even more percent of the city, like came from surrounding areas or was mm-hmm. born and raised in the city. Like a lot of people from the suburbs of Pennsylvania and the suburbs of Jersey that moved here. Um, I don't know if I would like... I. <laughs> I would say come and visit. We have amazing food. Um, I think the nightlife is really fun. Um, I would say I wouldn't like recommend like vacationing here, but if you have a a tropical vacay spot, yeah, if you have a friend that lives there, um, it could definitely be like a fun weekend visit. I put that in my back pocket. Gotcha. And that's the Philadelphia Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles, right? Am I dumb? Yes, Jason Kelsey. Yep, go birds. Okay, is everyone like obsessed with Jason Kelsey? Um, yeah, I, I guess know. so. We we all <laughs> I, I think we're more obsessed with Jalen Hurts. Um, oh, okay. but we love Jason Kelsey. We love the Kelsey family. Hi Travis, hi Taylor. Um hey. <laughs> <laughs> No, um the Kelsey's are great too and they're really involved. Like I've met Jason Kelsey a handful of times. They do like oh, a lot cool. of fundraisers. Um we love the birds. Five degrees of Taylor Swift. We love the birds. Before we get more into how you're the king of Philadelphia, we must must ask your bar mitzvah theme was a survivor we are huge fans (laughs) yeah something about us is we are diehard fans of survivor and we have been for years and we're such freaks about it we'll like watch seasons together and like decode them all and then we've had one or two survivor past contestants on the podcast as well and just like picked Um, their brain um we had Davey Rickenbacker from mm-hmm. uh, David versus Goliath, which yep. was really fun. And Did we have anyone else, Ashley? No, but we've chatted with people about coming on. And Davey mm-hmm. literally was like, I've got all day. I'll tell you anything you want to know. Like, take it away. So your survive- So your bar mitzvah theme was Survivor. How yes. did we come to that conclusion, and what did that entail? Um, I was just looking for, like, a theme that would be really, really fun. Um and my obsessions at that time were very much Survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once my mom like was like, we could make the logo instead of Outwit, Outplay, Outlast, Outdance, Outparty, Outstanding. I was like, yep, sold. I was like, throw it on a t-shirt. We're no. doing it. In the middle Obsessed. of the bar mitzvah, people like ran and looked for an immunity idol. Oh my God. It, was, it was a really good theme. Like, 
there was different tape, you know, like how there's like place settings, you walk in, you see what table you're at. So like different tables per survivor season, like it just went like, it was a very cohesive, like fun idea, fun theme. It's actually so funny. I have survivor buffs. No way. At the ready. Um, I will say I'm a bad fan right now because I haven't watched the new season yet. I've been super busy traveling. I was in Nashville last week and was doing something the week before. Well, but spoiler alert for you, Bran. This this season's cast is absolute dumpster trash. It's <laughs> oh, not good. No. There I are so many that. losers. There's such loser energy on this season. Where are the heroes? Like, we can't find a single one, but it is I entertaining. Really loved any of the past few seasons, if I'm being totally honest. Um, I don't I feel like, like season 37 was good. Yeah, that was amazing. David vs. Goliath was amazing, mm-hmm. but that is literally the last like <laughs> really great season that I watched. I don't think any like Winners at War was. It was good, but like for what it was, I think it could have and should have been better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, like, what they need to do. I actually made a whole TikTok video on what they need to do differently. But they got to get, like, less twists, some old-school energy back in old there. Old-school energy, um, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, weird. Like, I love that they're casting super fans. Like, that's great. I love mm-hmm. that so many people who are obsessed with the show are going on it. But at the same time, like, we need some recruits who are new and don't understand everything because they make good TV. Um, and they're also fun to root for when they like catch on really quickly. So yeah, but I'm still Would you ever go on yourself? Uh, I think I would like actually die. No, me too. Um, That's how obvious too. If it wasn't so like, like, if it wasn't so like physically challenged, like the challenges are what gives me anxiety. Like that first half of the game, like where you have to be on a tribe of people, like I would get voted off right away because I would make us lose every challenge. (laughs) My if I could problem somehow, would be like the not eating, like that's yeah. what would do me in for sure. Yeah, that all that stuff, terrible. But I would just be an anxious ball the first like until we like merged. If I could make it to the merge, I think I could go all the way. But I don't think I'd be able to make it to the merge. So you're looking for Big Brother vibes instead. Yeah, but Big Brother's too long. Um, so, so long. I'm. I would do the circle. That's like the okay. show that I would want to do next. I love Big Brother and Survivor. I just. I don't know if I can handle the toxic fandom of Big Brother and how long mm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like all fucking summer. Like, can we wrap it up? My God. Yeah, it's, it's too much. I think they both need to like go back to their roots and then I would consider it. So since you are not a reality star, you are an influencer instead. Was it always your goal? How did you, for anyone who doesn't know you, how did you even end up where you are right now talking to us on this couch? Yeah, no, it wasn't always my goal. Um, I I did want to be a reality star, so I thought, oh, let me like make a social media presence because that's like an easy way to get recruited to shows. Hell yeah. Um, but I also like downloaded TikTok and was making videos as like a funny hobby, um, like trying to go viral, but never like thought it would actually happen. And like for like six months, it didn't. It was just like anyone else making videos, flopping, no big deal, whatever, <laughs> just having era. fun. Yeah, and then like a few videos started to go viral, like within like. I would post one, like, one would go viral every week. And then, like, that started to build, like, a base following. Um, I remember, like, I hit, like, 10,000 followers in, like, July 2021. And then by the end of summer, I was at, like, 80,000. I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is, like, popping off a little bit. Um, 
So it was never, never the goal. It was just something I was doing for fun, but I really like fell in love with it and just, you know, wanted to make it my full-time career. Yeah, it's a ride in front of you. Why not run with this and see how long we could ride it out? Yeah. This episode is sponsored by First Form. Shout out to First Form for everything under the sun when it comes to health and wellness and also looking fashionable in the gym. Most specifically, I have been obsessed with the Peanut Butter Lover Protein Bar. Just got that in my most recent shipment. It's delicious. It tastes like a dessert. 20 grams of protein. Perfect snack on the go. I take one everywhere I go with me when I'm going to be gone from the house for a long time. And also, I use their collagen and I've been putting that in my coffee every single morning. Do you do that too, Ashley? Not every morning, but I do frequent consistency is key just like the gym <laughs> but i will say i feel like i've been looking at my skin especially like today it's your looking skin a looks better. fabulous you've never looked better honey you've never looked better thank you so much um i do feel really glowy right now and i feel like a lot of it has to do with the consistently taking the collagen i think it's just good for hair skin nails all the things um and so that's been really cool and then also ashley and i won't shut up about the tennis dresses and specifically the bike shorts that I wear to the gym every day that Ashley likes to call spandex. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna wear them under my dress to church like I'm ten. <laughs> because she's literally millennial and she refuses to be Gen Z. No Never say that I'm again. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys are interested in spicing up your workout um, outfits and everything, they have actually a really great selection of apparel that nobody really knows about. So if you want to support our show, support your health, wellness, get yourself some protein bars, get yourself some collagen. Head on over to the link in our show notes and support us and support you. Thank you so much. Did you know what kind of videos you wanted to make? Like, were you like, I want to be this kind of creator? Or were you like, I just want to show my personality? Yeah, it was more show my personality and like see what the audience seemed to love. And they were like at that time, like really into like the going out partying content. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of what I chose to like march forward with as like a main focus. And then obviously like dabble into other areas. I wish my account like popped off when I like made videos about Survivor. Um, It'd be so fun. But that's a little bit too too niche. You would have pigeonholed <laughs> yourself forever and ever. Yeah. <laughs> and your pyramids like scheming was the initial thing, right? That started to gain traction. Your no, Lee dance moms. That's very recent. Um, oh. I made my first pyramid video. Oh God, maybe like. June, May, that's like a recent series of mine. My first like few series that like popped off was like rating my nights from this past oh, weekend. Right. Which I, haven't, I haven't done that in like oh, probably almost a year. Um, that and I would do like hotlines and like infomercial skits that were like kind of my first like blow up. And then like more short form content started performing really well. Like just me, videos of me like ranting about something on a walk, like my hot girl walking videos always like are consistent winners. Um, and then the pyramid thing came recently. And how did you have like the faith in yourself to, you know, quit your corporate job, figure this is going to work out and run with it? Yeah. I mean, I was very logical and intentional with that decision. Like I waited until one, I had enough money saved up to like give myself a safety net. Two, I was making just as much money through brand partnerships and advertisements as I was at my corporate job. Um, and I hated the current, the, like that job, the corporate job that I was doing at the time, I was really miserable at anyway. 
So I figured I quit that like in April of 2022. And I was like, I'm going to give myself the summer and try just doing content full time. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't like really work out, I have enough money to rely on to pay my bills for the summer and I can reapply to different corporate jobs in the fall. It just never happens like that. I ended up making so much more money when I had those 40 hours of the week back to dedicate to fully making content. So your name on TikTok brand flags, how did you land on that? Because something we talked about on the podcast is like how hard it is to come up with like a brand name. Like, do you eat brand flakes? Like what's going on? No, no, that has been like, that was my Twitter username in high school. Um, like it was just like, everyone made a Twitter like, and was like, Oh, like the username has to be a play on words of your name. Um, so that was just mine. And then I made it my Instagram username too. It never, no one ever called me that. It was just like supposed to be funny. And then like when I got to college, like everybody was calling me that. And I was just like, okay, like that's kind of a really fun nickname. I'm just going to rock with Mm -hmm. it. So I made it my TikTok username too. And now I'm brand flakes. I love it. (laughs) And now you're stuck with it forever and ever and ever. So obviously when you are an influencer, you get invited to a million different types of events. How? have you kind of integrated yourself into that and did, was it natural for you to jump into this space where you're you know rubbing shoulders with celebrities or were you a little shell-shocked at first yeah I mean I didn't at first I like was just going to like local Philly events where there was other Philly creators um I don't like think I got invited to like a really crazy event until I was invited to my first ever brand trip which was for South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. And then I was like kind of rubbing shoulders with like people who were like on the bachelor, like major New York city influencers, uh, other reality TV stars. Um, and it was really weird because like I had to learn through that trip that like, there's a certain like code, like fangirling at events that are invite only, like, isn't really cool it's not like cool to go up to which i hate because i'm hate like that so, like, i would be so annoying yeah like i want to like run up to everyone and be like i love your videos and all this stuff but like i did that when i was in texas and people were just like i think they like thought it was a clout chaser or a weirdo i don't know so i had to learn like now i'm going to like fashion week events and like avril lavigne's in the room and the other crazy like john b was at this from um, Outer Banks was at this party. Not I was Chase Dutch, I was just but like, John B. himself. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Dutch, character. Um, I just, like, can't even, like, go up and, like, say hi. Like, it's a very weird situation. Um, but... You don't think John B. would say hi to you? I'm sure he would. I, nice? It's just, like, now that I... Not that I'm on any near level of fame as John B., <laughs> but when I've now been in a situation where, like, people have approached me and maybe like I know how it feels sometimes when like you're in a chaotic environment Mm -hmm. and you're like trying to like kind of get your footing and like even like even find where your friends are and then like like, people coming up and like swarming you I don't want to be that person to somebody else Mm -hmm. um so I kind of just I'm like I'm gonna like just let them have their night admire from afar now granted love Chase Stokes, but I'm not, like, a Chase Stokes stan. Yeah. If that's Taylor Swift, I'm not keeping that same energy. I'm yeah. Taylor Swift, I am passing yeah. out on the ground. I'm hyperventilating. Yes. I'm sweating. I'm crying. Someone's having to bring me back like, to life. Exactly. Yeah. But Chase Stokes, I don't need to bother him. Right. Like, let him have yeah. his night. Let him so be- you mentioned people coming up to you in chaotic environments and stuff. 
And so do you prefer people don't come up to you on a night out? What, what's your no, like, hot take on that? Because I know some people are like extreme either way sometimes. Yeah, no, my hot take is like, if you know me and you want to say hi to me, come say hi to me. Yeah. I would much rather you do that than like look at me and whisper to your friend, that's Brad Flakes. And like <laughs> make it very obvious or like take a photo of me while you think I'm not looking, but I can very clearly see you taking a photo of me. Like, that's just like weirder. Be normal. Like just come up and say hi. Love your videos. I would love to meet you. Say hi. I will say in environments like nightclubs and bars, like, yes, sometimes it's very chaotic when people are stopping you in a crowd that's, like, very much so moving and you don't want to, like, pause in the middle of a dance floor Mm -hmm. and, like, hold up traffic. Um, Whereas if I'm on a walk alone on a sidewalk and you see me, like, I can stop and have, like, a five-minute conversation with you. That's But you you can't choose the environments when you meet people. Mm -hmm. Like, I've met people in all different types of chaotic moments, um, but always say hi. Cute. And especially if thrown into the chaos, you are like blackout drunk at a bar. You're right. like, I don't know what my reaction is going to be. It just gets messy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're blackout drunk too. So like yeah. they're spilling their drink. They're spitting on you. They're mm-hmm. like getting way too close to your face. They're asking the same question. They're tugging on your arm. Like that can be really overwhelming. Like personal spaces and boundaries like should exist for a reason. Yeah. Um, so Always say hi, just be respectful, and I will be respectful back. Mutual respect. We can, that's something we can get behind. Exactly. So you said in a recent video it's your favorite thing to be a friend of or a plus one on a brand trip because you don't really have to work. You just came to Nashville with Steve Madden. Yeah. What are some mm-hmm. other brand trips that you've really enjoyed or has been really, really fun for you? Yeah. Um, I went to – the Hamptons in August with Patron Tequila. And that was probably the most fun weekend I've ever had. Honestly, it was such a great group of influencers that they invited. It was Sophia Franklin, Audrey Trulinger, like Dale Moss. Like we were just having the best, best time. Um, so that was really, really that fun. That was a really sexy line. I was in the Hamptons with Patron yeah. and Sophia Franklin. Yes. So that was an amazing brand trip. Um, literally probably my favorite when i went to south by southwest that was with amazon prime that was also amazing and that was my first trip ever and that was the trip that kind of like solidified i was still working my corporate job at that time and that was like the trip that solidified to me like oh i want to i want to do this full time like this is where this is where i want to be i have more of like a silly question going along with influencing who is it's a double-sided question who is the most famous person that follows you and the most famous person in your phone um, the most famous person that follows me is Selena Gomez. Oh my god! Um, and Emma Roberts follows me on Instagram. So cool. Selena on TikTok, Emma Roberts on Instagram. Most famous person in my phone. Oh, that's tough. It's a tough one. Maybe Sophia Franklin. Um, most famous person in my phone. Oh, Sammy Sweetheart. I have her phone. Okay, cute. Yeah. That's so cute. Were you shocked when you got the follow on Instagram? I was, yes. <laughs> very, very shocked when I got followed by Selena. And that was early on. We went live together on TikTok. Oh that gosh. was shocking. Um, yeah, I've been very shocked with all things Selena. What I got to meet her this year. Um, she's the best. 
The way that I would like print out a screenshot of the notification of who's following you and like put it on a cake. And, like, have a party. Right. <laughs> I have the screenshot saved. Like I'll never forget that moment. I was like freaking out, did not so think it was fun. real. At that time she followed twenty eight people on TikTok and I was one of them and oh. I had like eighty four thousand followers. I was like, This is fucking nuts. Yeah, that's a story for the kids one day. Yes. So you are in love right now, correct? <laughs> I'm in love. Yes. So let's talk about him. What is his name? His name is Josue. Okay. Josue. Not Jose, Josue. Mm -hmm. So how did this come about? Because according to my investigation, this is your first like serious relationship. Yeah. um, I was at a bar on a Thursday on a date with somebody else. Um, Was not hitting it off. Um, I went to use the restroom um, and there was only two restrooms at stalls in the bar. So there was a line forming and Josue was in line behind me and we started chatting. Um, then left the restroom. Didn't think I was going to see him again necessarily. Ran into this girl that I knew who happened to be there with Josue. And we were like, I was like, oh, how do you know him? Like, I just met him in the bathroom line. Ended up ditching my date. Um, and the rest is history. <laughs> that is such a good sign that girly pops if you're on a date just like stay alert because yes. if there are hotties around you hottie singles like just stay alert. look alive look, look alive. alive like we don't need tunnel yeah. vision especially if your date's not going well like who needs them it's that's so true i think i need to make a tiktok about that oh my god <laughs> She's blushing. Um, And so since this was kind of your first relationship, how did you, like, ease into that? Were you gung-ho or were you freaking out? It was different from anything else I experienced because I dated a lot, but I'd never been in a relationship. Um, And what felt different about this was that there was no anxiety. There was no questions. There was no, like, antsiness of, are they going to text me back? Um... It felt there. It felt so easy, natural, and honestly, just like peaceful. That's stunning. And just that, I think that's how I knew. I was like, oh, this is like what it's actually supposed to feel like. I'm not supposed to let someone's text dictate if I'm going to have a good day or not, yeah. um, which is what I was feeling with anybody I dated before, constantly on edge and like constantly just a ball of anxiety. And that's not how it should feel with like the right person. Totally. Do y'all live together? Y'all live- not yet. Okay. We've only been together for just over a year. Gotcha. Oh, congratulations. And is he like around our age, mid-20s? He's actually older than me. He's 31 and I'm 27. Ooh, we love sure. an older man. That like four-year, yeah. five-year age gap is like chef's kiss. Yes. I think it's great as well. So fun. And so how does he feel about like your relationship with the internet? Is he gung-ho all over TikTok or is he more laid back about it? No, he's very laid back. And that was the conversations we had early on because I was really struggling with dating before him mm-hmm. and TikTok and navigating that. Like I was finding that everybody I was talking to was kind of having some kind of a quip with it, whether I was talking about them candidly in a video or they wanted clout and wanted me to talk about them in a video. Um, I had experienced like a bunch of different issues with a variety of different men before him. So when we first started talking, I didn't tell him, like, what I did. Um, It was very weird when, like, we were at a bar and people were asking for pictures. But I was just like, oh, yeah, like, just a lot of people know me. I've lived here my whole life, kind of bullshitted it. 
Um, and when he asked me what I did for work, I just said I work in social media, which wasn't a lie. It just wasn't the full story. Yeah. Um, and then, like, when we had, like, our first, like, real date, um, he kind of, like, asked me, like, what's the story? Like, what do you actually do? Like, I'm confused. And I, like, like told him. Like, what do you actually yeah, do? Yeah, I, like, I was like, don't download TikTok. I was like, don't be, like, creeping on it. Like, I would rather you, like, not be involved. Um, and he was very respectful about that. Um, and then once we, like, started dating, like, he he's such a champ. I mean, there's people sometimes I'm not even with him. They, like, run up to him. They're like, you're Brantley's boyfriend. And he, like, he takes it, like, with, you know, a smile on his Aww. face. He's amazing. Um, we love a supportive yeah. king. Yeah, he's very supportive. And so how has your, because you used to be the king of going out. How has your relationship with going out and telling stories and stuff on your TikTok changed because you are in a romantic relationship? Yeah, I mean, it definitely forced me to get more creative with my content um, and think more outside of the box, which I think I needed to do for sure. And I was very scared to launch that relationship because I didn't like one of my followers. I didn't want my followers to feel like, "Ugh, we lost him." Like all of this stuff. Yeah. Which is why I still like don't really post that many videos of me and him. Like it's my channel. He has a career. I want to respect him and his privacy online. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to like still feel like I'm showing up every day for my audience that followed me from the beginning. Um, but yeah, it definitely did change a lot. But luckily for me, I had such a crazy 26 year dating history before that before I found love that there's no shortage of stories that I can ever talk about and that's something I obviously had a conversation with him about I'm like just because we're dating doesn't mean I'm not going to go on the internet sometimes and talk about past relationships past people I've dated hell yeah um, very understanding and supportive of that um as well um but yeah going out definitely changed a little bit like there was no more like going home with guys and waking up in crazy people's apartments and making videos about that. Um, but like I said, there's plenty of stories to share still, and, and I'm excited God. to tell those uh, in the future when they feel relevant and I can always still use relatable sounds and talk about all the shitty men that came before. No, no shortage of shitty men, that's for sure, out there. No shortage. Um, well, since you're better than us and you're in love, do you have any advice for people who are single and might want to be in a relationship or might want to find their person now feeling like they're ready? Enjoy being single because being single is also amazing um, and relationships are work. Um, but you're the right person, like kind of how I was saying, like won't make you feel anxious, won't make you feel like they don't like you, like, you'll feel this sense of comfort and safety with them, and that's how you know it's, like, a good match for you, um, and put yourself out there, you know, like, go out on that Thursday night like I did, like, but put yourself in situations where you're gonna, like, meet, like, people that you want to meet, like, I think a lot of people, like, think they're gonna meet their boyfriend at a bar on a Saturday night, like, where everyone's just partying and doing shots, like, I met my boyfriend at, like, a restaurant bar, mm -hmm. like, a very nice restaurant bar on a Thursday night when, like, I always say Thursdays are the best nights to meet people. Like, go to those hotel bars. Like, change your layouts. Um, if you're a dating app person, like, don't have, like, crazy expectations. Like, have fun dating around. And like we said earlier, go on dates with guys and maybe meet somebody else while you're on a date with them. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the restaurant into your own version of speed dating. Yeah. 
So off the cusp of your head really quick, what is one of your craziest stories, dating stories, if you had to name one? I'm trying to think of someone who I dated after TikTok because those were always like crazy stories. I mean, I've had plenty. I can like name some bad ones. Like there's this one guy who cut up socks that my face was on. I like gave him like a gag gift um, where I like had to do this brand deal with this company called My Face Socks. And it was like, cute socks with my face all over them and I was talking to this guy around Christmas time and I was like oh I got you a gift and I gave them to him and then when we had a falling out he cut them up wrote loser and some other homophobic slurs oh, on them oh. and threw them outside my front door and I like got home from a walk one day and just found them all there so that was crazy <laughs> yeah, um, yeah that was a bad one um what else I had one, like, pretty much, like, threaten me, like, if I didn't take a video down, like, they were going to, like, file, like, legal action, basically, um, oh was, like, God. slandering my name. Um, there's a lot of crazy, crazy people out there. That makes um, me that wonder, I, I once gave my now ex-boyfriend some underpants with my face all over it as a gag gift. <laughs> And we had a very cordial breakup, but I do wonder sometimes, like, does he still wear them? Because they're very nice underwear. Like, he liked them a lot. And I'm like, did you just throw them away? I'm pretty sure he didn't cut them off and write loser all over them, though. So (laughs) It was so funny because I was wondering for those two months between Christmas and when he delivered them back, I was like, I wonder what he did with those socks. Sure, he just threw them out. And then one day they were out. You found out what he did with them, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so you might not be safe either, Abby. You might one day walk home to those at your doorstep as well. Loki, I want to text him now and be like, what'd you do with that underwear? (laughs) You should. Let me know what he says. (laughs) For the plot. (laughs) So in your mid-20s, aside from the fact that you're in a relationship, but do you feel yourself slowing down? (laughs) I think like I'm 27 and I think this is like a really like weird age right now because like you graduate college when you're 22 and then I feel like when you're 23 and 24, you're like, enjoying like the perks of being an adult and like having your own money and for most people like moving into their own apartment and like not like you did in college where like you're living with like a bunch of people and you have no money it's like oh like I can make a cute space for myself and you know kind of like get settled into like doing adult like things um there's a lot of excitement and then your career still feels like very new and fresh and you don't, you have like a lot of optimism of like, oh, like I could grow into this. Then it's like you hit 25, 26 and like now 27 and you're just like, the things that you loved in your early 20s are not the things that you love now. The people that you were really close with might not necessarily be the same people you feel close with now. Um, there's like a shift in energy. And I think a lot of people like career wise, they start like, wanting to switch jobs or there's some of us that are like getting laid off and like crazy just life is happening like quarter life and crisis season that. yeah and then you like put the pressure with dating for a lot of people because like there's some people who like are getting engaged and then there's other people who are getting out of relationships and mm-hmm. I think it's just a very transitional time um so right now like I think and I think everybody felt that way feels this way like it feels very weird and like almost like you're lost a little bit but I was talking to somebody about this and they gave like really good advice. They're like, don't view yourself as stuck. View yourself as you're turning the page. And that like made me feel better. Turning the page. I really like that. Yeah. Natasha Benningfield, the rest is still unwritten. There's so much life to live. Exactly. 
That's good to know that it doesn't get better and that I'll feel more lost in two years. <laughs> Perfect. Well, okay. How old are you guys? 25. 25. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, you'll start to feel it. Okay, but the thing is, a lot of people say that they have a second awakening, like a dog on its last leg, a second late 20s, early 30s come along. Yes, and I'm, I'm hearing that too. And I am very excited for that um, because, and I definitely noticed that. Like when I'm like out on the weekends, like it seems like there's either people that are younger than me, like in their early 20s or in their early 30s. So I feel like this is definitely a weird transitional time of like finding things and figuring things out. I'm very excited for the chaotic comeback that apparently is coming in a few years. You're going to make it. You're going to get a second last win. I'm excited. Where do we think the chaotic comeback comes from? Is that like the first wave of divorces and people are single again or like just cyclically? Like what, what is up? What is it about the early thirties? Like the people are just getting the itch. I don't know. I'm scared that it might be not even the divorce, but like breakups. Like you're breaking up with people that you were dating all throughout your twenties. Right. Hopefully that's not the case. Not for you. you, of course um, not you, but like everyone yeah. else. <laughs> but I think that might factor into it. I think maybe people get like a salary bump when they're like getting close to thirty. So like they'll have more like playing around, fuck around money, like they can actually book those trips that you wanted to go to in your early twenties, but you couldn't get the friend group to all agree on spending a certain amount of money. Um, I guess maybe there's just like a more overall like sense of comfort in your identity that I think is lacking in your twenties. Cause like we're still fucking developing like the front lobe of our brain. Like, yeah. Give us a break. So, yeah. So I think maybe that contributes to it too. Okay. Cute. I saw a TikTok that was saying somehow, some way 30 is younger than like 26. It just yeah. works out that way. I'm very much looking forward to being 30 then. <laughs> There's not so much weighing on you. I feel like right now at this age, I'm going through a lot of what you're saying of 27 is where it's like, I feel not stuck. I'm turning the page. We're turning the page. Yeah. But I do feel like ready to turn a page. Like, I don't know what's on the other side of the page, but I'm at a point where I'm like, okay, like something's going to happen next. I don't know if it's a new relationship. I don't know if it's a new job. I don't think it's a new city because I love living in Nashville. So I'm like not ready to leave anytime soon, but I'm feeling like I need some newness and like some new direction. And I think a lot of people are kind of at that point that I talk to that are in that mid twenties area. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of leaving Nashville, would you ever leave Philly for New York or something or LA? Never leave Philly for New York. It's too close to New York and way cheaper and way, like, not as overwhelming and enormous as New York. Mm -hmm. Um, My boyfriend is from L.A., um, so it's after – he just started med school in Philly, so we're locked in. Get it, Josue. Josue in med school. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But if eventually he ever wanted to, like, move to the West Coast to be with his family, like, that would be, like – Not you dating a doctor. Like, that's so exciting. Um, then maybe but for right now i am very much in philly cute go eagles forever the mayor yeah um so what do you have coming up next on on the docket on your career on your travel page what's next for you yes um i am working on developing a podcast i don't want to make any like promises about it because we've been working on developing it for a year but we had a very good meeting last night about it, and we're hoping to start recording actually within the next few weeks, but on pause there for any other details. Hopefully it's coming. 
Um, I'm always working with like really fun brands. I have a few fun, exciting brand partnerships coming up. I'm doing a man on the street interview with one of the biggest fast food brands in the world tomorrow. I love so, man on the street Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. I'm really excited for that. Um, and yeah, I, I think right now I'm in this like place where feel pretty comfortable as a content creator and feel like very proud of the platform that I've developed. Um, and I've kind of been focusing on just like nurturing that audience and kind of figuring out what kind of content I love to make and what I want to keep making just because I am in this weird transitional part of my life where I'm not the same person I was at 24 when I started making videos. So we'll see what's to come from there. Spoken like a true publicist. Concise, <laughs> get it out, get the press release out. I love it. That's so exciting. Next time you're in Nashville, you have to hit me up because I do need to go out with you and we do need to take shots. Um, Yeah, I need to come back for sure. Something we ask all of our guests at the end of episodes are, do you have any books, movies, or podcast recommendations that you think the audience would find helpful, inspiring, or just entertaining? Yeah, uh, my favorite podcast is Cancelled from Tana Mojo and Brooke Schofield. Well, TV shows, watch your reality TV, love Survivor, love the challenge, love Big Brother. If you don't um, watch Survivor, like, give it a chance. People have a bad misconception a of the show until they actually watch it, and they're like, oh, my God, this is prime time. It was listed in a recent, like, article of, like, the best top 50 shows that are released in the 21st century. Oh, my God. It was, like, number 23. So go watch Survivor. Um... I should read. I don't. Um, I never learned. <laughs> yeah. But I do watch a lot of like self-help TikToks and I feel like I can get some therapy on TikTok for free here yeah. and there. And- no, totally. Um, but I always say for feel good movies, anything with Kate Hudson in it, like always just makes me feel comfort. A hundred percent. Ride Wars. Yes. Love that one. And where can the people find you if they don't follow you already for some reason? Yeah, it is brand underscore flakes with two Z's on Instagram. Same thing on TikTok, just with two underscore. Brand double underscore flakes with two Z's on TikTok. Amazing. So fun. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us. It was so fun to get to know you a little bit more. And I'm so excited to see what comes next for you. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun. 